1: Michael Reed on LMFM. Now,
2: if you were listening to us yesterday, you'd have heard us speak with Fianna Fáil's Shane Castles, because at the time, the plan was indeed, the intention was indeed, the decision was that Leaving Cert students would be back in the classroom three days a week. An email came to me from Ashling, who says she's a sixth year student and she was listening to that interview with Shane Castle. And Ashling says in her email, I think the students' voices are consistently missing in the conversation around schools opening and the leaving cert, with us being the main stakeholders. The doll is to sit for just two days a week. The original proposal was that it would sit for just one day a week. So why are they planning to send 60,000 young people into school, risking the health of the families and communities? Does reducing mobility not apply to us, with people from Westmeath and various towns coming on buses with confined space? If someone was to try to book a meeting room with 30 people in a hotel right now, they'd be laughed at. Yet we're being forced into this situation because of an exam that is seen, that it seems to be valued more than the health of the students and their families. Going in three days a week just doesn't make sense. Covid doesn't stop spreading Monday to Wednesday. We are told to play our part in reducing the spread or leaving students an exception. Norma Foley needs to have conversations with sixth year students because apparently an exam is more important to the minister than saving lives according to Ashling. and many thanks Aisling uh, for your email obviously the situation has changed somewhat in that uh, the minister has done a U-turn uh, on uh, the decision uh, to have uh, the students back in uh, the classrooms three days a week but let's go to one of the most dangerous places in the country that is if you want to avoid getting the virus, and we've too teachers on the line who are in Drogheda. Roisin Curtis who's a teacher in St Mary's and James Byrne, a teacher in the Sacred Heart uh, and also a Fianna Fáil councillor. Good morning to both of you and thanks for joining us. Uh, Roisin uh, I think you'll welcome the decision uh, to do a U-turn on this and not have uh, the schools return next week. Uh, But the Minister seems to be saying that this is a decision that has been put on pause and that the students will be back in classrooms in the coming weeks don't seem to have Roshan on the line. James Byrne, are you there?
3: I am, Michael. Good morning morning
2: to you. Perhaps uh, you'd respond to that question, please.
3: Well, look, Michael, I'm glad that the government have had a rethink on the partial opening of our schools. Um, I mean, look, it's not an easy situation for the government to be in, but Micheál Martin, the Taoiseach, and the government have consistently spoke about public health being number one priority. And they are trying to I suppose, balance that with, I suppose, the the needs uh, of our students, um, particularly our, our secondary uh, school students uh, and our special and additional uh, needs students also. I mean, look, as a teacher, I wasn't in favour of schools reopening on Monday, you know, based on current case numbers and, and other metrics as well. But I understand why the government took this decision. I mean, if you look, I don't know if you've read the, the letter from the Chief Medical Officer to to the Minister for Health and also the government on Tuesday, speaking about how schools are safe places, that transmission levels are low based on the latest available evidence. You know, in fact the letter to the government talked about
2: um how the numbers have risen. I mean, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, that's exactly what the minister was doing last night and she was insulting the intelligence of the Leaving Cert students, their parents, their families, their teachers, the communities. I mean, that's just wrong. Simply wrong. Because the, 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 we heard Tony uh, Houlihan explain it to us very clearly on the programme this morning. Yes, they were considered safe environments uh, and allowed to open because they were essential. Now the numbers are so high. The situation has changed.
3: Michael, I fully agree with that. You know, that's, well, that's
2: what Tony Houlin is saying. So, yes. so the decision to open the schools was wrong. Uh, and the, the basis for making that decision uh, was uh, muddied. The, 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 the explanation given by the minister was not true. She was being selective in choosing which pieces of advice she was taking from NeFID, And what she focused on was something that was essentially historical.
3: Michael, I agree. I mean, if, if you read... Well, no, letter, well,
2: that must be very difficult for you as a Fianna Fáil representative.
3: Well, no, and Michael, like, I'm a Fianna Fáil councillor. I'm a teacher. I'm trying to look a different around. And if you read the two letters, the, the letter to the government and the letter to the Minister for Health... They're not saying exactly the same thing. I mean, the letter to the government does talk about the additional risk posed by the mobility and activity linked to the full reopening of schools. The full reopening. You know, um, it doesn't even state that in the letter to the Minister of Health. So I can see what the government, mm. where, where they're coming from on this. But as I said, I don't agree because I feel that the case numbers are too high if we give this a couple of weeks
2: yeah well you take you take Dundalk for example 1 in 50 people have it If you've a, a classroom of uh, 25 uh, you've uh, 50 50 chance that somebody in the classroom has it if somebody has it uh, there's a very good chance that everybody'll have it uh, absolutely
3: michael yeah.
2: so, uh, so 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 i i mean the the arguments are bogus Look, Michael, I'm, I'm They're gonna... bogus, James. I mean, I, I know it's very difficult for you because you're a Fianna Fáil councillor and your your, your, your brother is a, a Minister of State and, and indeed, I'm not sure that he'd have made the same decision that Norma Foley had if uh, they hadn't uh, did, done what they did to him and taken away uh, the education portfolio from him. And all of that must be very difficult for you. But that doesn't change the facts. And it doesn't change the fact that the Minister is out fudging and bluffing on all of this.
3: Look, Michael the Minister is basing it on the advice from the Chief Medical Officer.
2: No, she's not. No, she's not. No, that, that's him. that's what she's saying and it's an insult to people's intelligence to say that.
3: Michael, I'm not insulting Annie's intelligence, but have you, have you actually read the letters? Yes. Have you? Yes. Well, I've read them too and all I'm saying is I can see where the government's coming from. I don't agree. I didn't agree with the decision on Wednesday. That, I'm clearly saying that. That we should give this a couple of weeks, see how the this lockdown works because, like, if, if you if you look at the last lockdown, it wasn't a full lockdown like last March because we had the, the mobility linked to, to schools and other settings. So I'm fully behind a, a full lockdown
2: for a number of weeks, in, including schools. Based on based now. on the advice from NAFET, uh, be, based, because, based as you numbers. say, you've read the letters. Uh, yeah,
3: based on the numbers, yeah. And yeah, absolutely, mm, that mm, there yeah, is that, yeah, that sentence, mm. that statement about the additional risk
2: because the figures ha- have uh, grown so exponentially and, and uh, let I'm me go to Roisin Curtis mind. if I, I can please James, uh, I don't mean to be cutting you off I'll come back to you in a moment uh, but Roisin, uh, is on the line and uh, thanks uh, for joining us uh, Roisin, uh, maybe, we could move, maybe we could move on to the exams uh, there's a question now as to whether uh, it's time to call them off or, or, or to continue with this uncertainty what's your thoughts on that?
0: Um, First off, if you don't mind me just getting in there on Mm. the schools are safe, because I think it's important to have that from someone who's on the ground and in these schools. Uh, Norma Foley is very good at saying schools are safe, and I I put that in in inverted commas. Um, It was very easy when Stephen Donnelly had a cough and all ministers were advised to restrict their movements and to shut the doll down and move to the convention centre. If a student in my class has COVID, I'm not a close contact. I will never be a close contact because I'm wearing a mask. So it's very easy to say schools are safe when we're under very different guidelines to the rest of the country. Um, so I did want to just make that mm, point. Mm. Uh, in terms of exams, I think at this stage, um, the government have shown a total disregard for the students that are doing their leave cert this year. The worry that those guys have – sorry, I say guys, I'm in an all-boys school, so I have mm. a tendency to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But the boys and girls or should I say, young men and women who are doing their leave cert this year – have gone through probably the most that any of the students in the country have gone through. They've missed all that time last year. They're also now missing three weeks. Obviously, we talk about remote learning and online learning, and that's great, but obviously it doesn't suit everybody. Um, So I think it's important to start dealing now and have a plan B. It's amazing how, you know, the exams are going ahead no matter what. Surely that government need to have a plan B. I mean, as a teacher myself, I have a plan B. The management in my own school had a plan B. We have timetables made up for the case of remote learning. That has been done since September and October. If we can do it and we don't have advisors being paid tens of thousands of euros, Mm. then why does the government not have a plan B so that they can actually put these people's minds at ease and say, look, if such and such a date or if such and such happens, Mm. then we will go to predictive grades. You know, Mm. predictive grades happened last year. It wasn't the end of the world. Those kids are now gone on to college. You know, it didn't screw up the entire system. I know there was a mess up there on on their part. But, I mean, I really think that the well-being of kids should be more important. The mental health. I mean, we've had a pandemic in this country long before COVID and it's called suicide. And this government is certainly not helping when they're making decisions like this putting it out to the, um, to the papers before anybody else hears anything of it. Mm. All we're hearing is tricklings of information. As a teacher, I know how anxious I am this week from it all. I can't imagine. Well, anxiety, like
2: anxiety is thinking. an awful thing, Roshine uh, and right. uh, we are in an emergency. We're living through an emergency, yes. and in an emergency, we need leadership, and we look to our, our leaders for guidance. Exactly. Uh, and there is something lacking when a leaving cert student writes to the local radio station, as Ashling did, uh, and just to repeat the last paragraph of her email to us, she said, we're told to play our part in reducing the spread, but our leaving certs an exception. Norma needs to have conversations with six-year students because apparently an exam is more important than saving lives. There's an exceptional amount of anxiety in that sentence, uh, and it it clearly highlights a lack of leadership.
0: And you know what? The Department of Education put a publication up last year on the 17th of January, right, that was published about the well-being in post-primary schools. It basically says that we should be promoting well-being to support the academic, physical, mental, emotional and social development while maintaining a safe and caring environment. Now, well-being obviously seems to be a buzzword. And the reason I say that is because it's all well and good bringing in these courses into school, pretending that you give a crap about these students' mental health and then pulling something like that, which is only um, putting you know anxiety on top Mm. of those poor students, their parents, I can't, you know, even begin to imagine what the poor parents are doing, trying to keep their kids calm this week, and obviously teachers as well. I mean, I feel completely let okay. down and um, disillusioned with this whole thing. I know I've been speaking to my own students, mm. and an awful lot of them were in tears on Wednesday from the Really, you know, my
2: God. Okay, J- James Byrne, has that been your experience? And do you want to come back on any of uh, yeah, the points that to me I mean, it's a very difficult
3: and stressful time for for the students and, and teachers as well. I mean, we're, we're facing into remote
2: teaching for Monday and as Michael. Litton did you call said, Thomas did you call Thomas uh, over the course of the last few days and say, Would you do something about this? I haven't been speaking to Michael, no. Really? Okay. Uh, that's the truth. That's okay. the truth. Yeah, no, no,
3: but look, no. I mean I, I think I, I would hope the government would spend the next couple of weeks planning as Ocean said, to make a decision on the on the leaving side, provide that certainty for, for students because I mean last year the decision wasn't made until the end of May, uh, April, or early May to end the dithering Is it? Um, well, look, the decision must be made, and I know it's, mm. it's not easy because it's a never changing uh, situation. But
2: do you have confidence in Norma Foley as the minister for education? I do, Mike. Do you really? Absolutely. Look, she, I mean, why? I disagree. why? Why? Why do you have any confidence in her?
3: Well, look, I disagree with the decision that was made on Wednesday, but I have to say that I was just
2: on Wednesday. I, I, look, I, well, I would commend her for. Has she made any decisions uh, since taking office that you do agree with?
3: Well, the minister and the government have provided uh, that they provided funding over the summer to enable schools to reopen,
2: nah.
3: and credit has to be given for that.
2: But look, Mike, I just want to talk to the, 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 the minister, minister for Fudge, uh, Roisin, Do you have uh, any confidence in, in Norma Foley uh, to...
0: Absolutely none. I watched her on time last night. I felt even more disillusioned after. Absolutely. Did you feel she was trying
2: to insult your intelligence?
0: I mean, it's quite simple. When this announcement was made, you know, anyone would know that the whole reason it was made because the government knew right well that the unions would not go for it. So therefore, what do they want to do? Make it like it's the evil teachers again who are stopping this so that we're all pointing the fingers at each other. And instead, we should be pointing the fingers right back at them. They have made no proper decision since this whole pandemic has started. They knew this was coming. I mean, Mm. I'm a TY coordinator. I could make an emergency pack back in October for this week, this week coming. (laughs) If I can do that, how can they not do that with the people that they have there making all these decisions for them being paid plenty of money to do it and then she comes on prime time and tries to point the finger back at us
2: and and tries to make out that the decision to bring the Leaving Cert students back into classes was right and that it was based on the Neffet advice when it it was not based on the Nefit advice because the Neffet advice suggested that the schools had been safe because the numbers were uh, at a a certain level but now that they've exceeded that level and that we're in this huge spike it's not safe and that essential services uh, whether that's to do with with normal uh, healthcare, or whether it's to do with schools or some of the things that we've managed to keep going up to this point that we're beyond that because we're looking at, for example, as we've been saying over and over this morning, one in 50 people in Dundalk have this virus. Yes, exactly. I
0: mean, like, at what stage does our health matter? They're too busy playing the blame game. All they've done the whole way through this is play the blame game, try to divert attention away from their inadequacies. If I did that as a teacher in my own classroom, you know, I wouldn't get away with it. It's ridiculous.
2: Mm. Uh, let me let me go back to James Byrne. I just want to read a, a, a text that comes from Ray to you, James. He says, the government is picking from previous nephid advice instead of the current advice in relation to schools. He says, it's not just Norma Foley, it's the lot of them. It's like they were coached in what to say ever since the backlash of uh, the decision on leaving cert students. And he, he goes on to say that uh, no doubt the likes of Thomas Byrne or Damien English will sing off the same hymn, hymn sheet of they're on the show. Uh, Tony Hullohan's only fault, uh, if there is any, is that he doesn't hang the government out to dry. Uh, every time they basically call him a liar, which is what Norma Foley and other ministers did yesterday, they should be ashamed of themselves. Maybe you'd want to respond to that from Ray.
3: Look, Michael, I mean, um, and thanks for Ray for getting in touch. Look, I, I'm just basing this of the letter from Tony Hullohan to, to the government and the separate letter to the Minister for Health on Tuesday that that's where I'm basing. Mm. And I'm not defending them because, like I said, I actually disagreed with the decision. Mm. And look, I, what I want to see is... Because the one.
2: numbers are too high. They're too high. Where, where where it was possible to continue with an essential service such as education, it's not possible now because the numbers have gone out of control.
3: So I want to wait us to wait until schools are or until the numbers are down. And
2: the, and the as minister as well, chose to ignore that.
3: Well, the minister... And the government made a decision based on the advice they were given. I mean, based on, on, on the letters from the chief medical. Officer, they, but
2: they so chose to to, to, to. to
3: agree with it. They chose
2: it it to, to ignore the safe. fact that it's no longer safe. They chose to focus on the fact that it was once considered to be safe enough because the figures were uh, at a point where Neff had believed it was controllable. Now they don't believe it's controllable, and they d- chose to uh, ignore that. Isn't that right?
3: Sorry, well, well, Michael, the letter to the Minister for Health explicitly stated that schools are
2: safe that they have been
3: safe. That schools aren't safe. That's what it says in the letter.
2: Yes, but it's, like, it's what happens outside of the government schools government. in the current context of the numbers, that there's so many people coming together uh, that uh, it's not safe, that essential services yes. need to be looked at.
3: Look, I agree, and I don't, yes. understand why, I don't understand why the additional statement in the letter of government wasn't the one to the Minister for Health. You know, and I'm just trying to look at this, Michael, uh, from all angles. Because, like, as a teacher, like, I'll do what I'm asked to do, but I wouldn't feel safe coming back on Monday, that's the truth. And I'm glad that they have rolled back in this decision and hopefully gives them the few weeks to think mm. what to do with the Leaving Cert. And also, as, as Esther said, it's very important that this proper engagement with all the education partners, including the students, the ISSU, uh, for, for one, I mean... It's, Okay. Been discussions with, with the various education partners
2: only, but right. <laughs> oh well, there's discussions and there's discussions. Yeah. Uh, the education partners seem to think that they were being spoken at rather than spoken with. Uh, let's uh, just hear a little bit from uh, the minister now. Uh, we, I think we can hear a little bit of what uh, Norma Foley had to say in prime time on television last night. It
0: is the the firm, and I would have to say the shared objective of all of the partners in education that there would be the established Leaving Certificate, and and that were very clear. And I suppose I should clarify you for for you when I speak of the partners in education. Education. I refer to the students who are part of that engagement, the parents who are part of that engagement and indeed uh, all of those who work within the community of education and all of those collectively have reiterated very, very clearly that they want the established leaving certificate to go ahead in June.
2: And uh, that seems to be the intention. Uh, what do you feel about that or how do you feel about that, Roisin?
0: Look, I think it's just been stubborn on their half. You know, I think we realistically need to start looking at the alternatives and to give those kids some amount of, you know, uh, I suppose, ease the anxiety levels. I know most of my students want predictive grades at this stage. Okay. Um, you know, I think the fact that last year's students, you know, they missed the three months at the end, but they've done their mocks and all that at that stage. You know, these guys don't know if mocks are even going to happen or anything, so... Mm. I just think, you know, now is the time to be making that decision. Okay. I'm fed up waiting week on week to hear what the next announcement is going to be, but I think it's very stubborn to say it's going ahead no matter what.
2: Okay. I'll leave it there for the moment, but thank you both uh, indeed uh, for joining us on the programme uh, this morning. Roisin Curtis uh, is a teacher in Drogheda, as is uh, James Byrne. Roisin teaches in St Mary's, uh, James in uh, the Sacred Heart, and James Byrne is also uh, a councillor for the Fianna Fáil party.
0: Michael, Michael Reed on LMFM. On LMFM.